Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. King of the Couch back in your ear holes for another week of the King of the Couch podcast. I'm sitting here. I've got the Zoom loaded up. Uh, talking to a, I think a soon-to-be new friend, uh, but someone, frankly, I've met on the internet. It's a, it's a great place to meet people. Um, the man sitting across from me, he's the, uh, he's the director, the wine buyer, the brainchild behind uh, Built to Spill Wine, and he is the singer and guitarist, the Shred Lord, uh, the backbone of, uh, of, of heavy metal band Master Leonard, and all around just funny as fuck, Instagram real legend, uh, Ty Tate. How are you, man? I'm very well, thank you. There's a there's a very very kind intro. Thank you. <laughs> I'm getting better. I'm getting better at that. Hey, um, but no, I appreciate it, man. I um, this is like a, officially the first time that we've met. I uh, I've been sort of. I don't even know how I come across you on online. It might have been from Built to Spill. It could have been from Master Leonard. I don't know, but um, I started watching your Instagram like reels that you do, and I was like, "Fuck, this guy's funny." And I've got to be honest, you you were somewhat of an inspiration to me. I I put out a reel. I've done one, and I was like, it was to promote the show, and I was like this is actually a lot harder to do than the people that make it look really easy, you know, do. It's a, one of those things that sort of fucked my head. And I was like, how did, how did the fuck does he do this? It's like, uh, I'm a, I like to think of myself as like, you know, a very uh, abstract painter when it comes to that. So it's like, just yeah. don't think this. <laughs> Oh, and see what see what sticks. <laughs> nah, man, you do you do a good job. I think it's cool because obviously you promote, you know, built to spill and just everything you're about through it. Uh, um, you obviously don't take yourself too seriously. So I'm sitting there watching it, going, "Yeah, this guy." You know, it's kind of one of those things. I look at you sometimes. I'm like, he's living parts of the life that I want to live. You know what I mean? With the, <laughs> I love the fucking metal. I love wine and stuff like that. I'm like, how? How? I got to get him on the show. So I, I appreciate you taking the time, man. I know you're um. I know you're down in Sydney and um, you guys are like fresh out of lockdown, man. So, you you know, staying in on a Monday night to talk to me is a big deal now. So, appreciate it. To, to be honest, like, um, I've only been out once since I went to the movies and I, and I went to, I went to the pub once. Yeah. It's uh, because I really felt like a cold beer, but I went Tuesday, you know, I was like kind of, well, it was a bit cooler not go out on, you know, first, first, first night out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm like, I like I didn't really have much of a lockdown. It was just kind of, it was just working super hard and and whatnot, and working super hard on doing stupid videos at home as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, like I guess like the big like thing I'm most excited about getting out of lockdown is going and playing shows and going and seeing shows again. Yeah, yeah, that's um, that's a big one, man. We'll we'll get into the music thing. We'll probably split it up between Master Lennon and Built to Spill, but. I'm a massive, massive like music fan, and I think of there's a lot of industries that have been affected by COVID, but but music or arts, that sort of whole scene has just been like ravaged, and not even just in one place, like the whole world, like yeah, it just seems to be forgotten about, man. Um, what, what movie did you see? Just out of curiosity, I love movies as well. Uh, with Nicolas Cage. Oh, is it good? It was really cool. Uh, not what I expected at all, but um, it was very, very cool. Yeah, uh, fuck yeah, dude. I that's on my list to see actually, and uh, I I love Nick Cage. Like I've got a I've got a sweet spot for him, you know. Like yeah. he's just all these old action movies, and then yeah. he just went crazy, and I love it. You know, more so than the fact that he was one series. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know he's um he's he's my idol. He's fucking great. Yeah, no, that's good, man. I um. He, he's like it's funny like he's he falls into like the group of actors now that were like they're, they're still huge in their own right don't get me wrong they've made heaps of money and they don't need to like do anything you know of you know hollywood sort of fame now because they can just go off and do these weird sort of movies because they made their dough and, and they sort of like you know him and like the bruce willis the mel gibsons and all those sort of old like action stars they're pumping out like two or three movies a year and they have like some bizarre fucking plots like they're just mental some of them um but especially nick cage but like i mean i have heard he's in like a bit of a bad place like he's always just getting loaded in las mm. vegas and whatnot, which you know like fair enough i don't yeah. think I don't, like yeah like in a super like happy place but he's doing some really good movies <laughs> yeah like, absolutely 
I know, man. Look, yeah. I mean, I suppose uh, people that don't have much money get loaded every every night. So he's got heaps of money. It'd be hard. I, I reckon if I had that much money too, I'd probably I'd probably find a way to get fucked up and have a good time. But hopefully, it's not for bad reasons. Imagine no responsibilities at all. Just be like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, dude. I got a new movie out, pig. We're going out. I live in Las Vegas. That would be a hard place to live and try to remain sober. You know, like it's just yeah. not gonna work. Um, yeah, fuck. Nah, nice, man. <laughs> Mate, I um, I have like usually like a few icebreakery sort of questions I, I go through, man, usually because I like to know the answer um, before we get sort of stuck into the other the other stuff, man. But I'll ask them anyway because um, I think I love hearing the answers of them. What's the, what's the weirdest food you reckon you've ever eaten? Weirdest food? Yeah, yeah, uh, something that's sort of a bit like what, why would you eat that or just random. Uh, I mean, I guess like um, like they they call it hoo hoo grubs. Hoo hoo grubs. They're, yeah, they're like a bit of a delicacy. Like I'm from New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, and like uh, when when people work in forestry and stuff, like cutting down trees, and whatnot. Um, and these like little like big fat kind of worm thing. I guess they're like like witchetty grubs here, mate. I was gonna say like witchetty grubs. Yeah, yeah. And you like you just like you take them out of the bit of wood and fry them in the frying pan. It's like smoker time and with a bit of salt. And they taste like peanut butter. Yeah. Uh, yes, that was pretty weird. Or actually, like um, uh, jellyfish salad. Yeah, that's pretty weird. I like that. Yeah, yeah that, that was very weird. <laughs> like a golden century. Like, have you heard of that place? The, there's like a, a, this restaurant in, in Sydney. But it's like one of the ones like open like really late night, like great Chinese food. Yeah, like, right. The good chefs of the area would like, you know, like we we'll, we'll congregate there with the rest of the hospitality kind of crowd. Yeah, nice. Three o'clock in the morning, and people would be like, you know, try and out cool each other with their orders. And I managed to be on, you know, the, the poor receiving end of a few. Like, no, <laughs> have you tried the jellyfish salad? I was like, Fuck, this tastes like bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a good reason you don't see jellyfish on the menu. No, I haven't actually. Um, but it's funny. I was going to say, as soon as you said jellyfish, like salad, you, everyone that I've asked that question to, it's usually like some sort of like Asian delicacy. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're just, they're, they're the kings of just knocking out weird food. Like they just love it. Yeah. yeah. Hoo-hoo grubs. I have to check yeah. that out. I I did notice the accent, man. Where Whereabouts in NZ? Uh, a little place called Okakuni, uh, which is like uh, right in the middle of the North Island. Yeah, nice man. I've um actually the last guest I had on the show, uh, Isaac John. He he was uh, New Zealand as well. So, um, small world, mate. The back to back New Zealands, mate. Kiwi, <laughs> you love it. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Hoo hoo grubs. I'm gonna try them out. Um, man, have you got a uh, favorite movie or favorite movie or and and I'll follow it up with like, have you got a favorite sort of TV show you're watching at the moment? Um. <clears throat> Favorite movie would um, like like of all time, or just kind of yeah, man. Anything that sticks out, I find it's a hard question. Like like for example, mine's Goodfellas. Like I love Goodfellas. Need it in the background. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like it's a it's a new piece, a new vinyl ornament, and it's always like one. You know when you get asked that question like a hundred times, you never have an answer straight away. I was like, I got to have an answer. So I just one day was like, it's Goodfellas. Like that's the one. But yeah, like it can be difficult, you know. Because I mean, there's a, like like. There's heaps of like movies that I'm just like it's one of the best things I've ever fucking seen in my life. Yeah, um, but like, I never ever want to watch that ever again because there was like living a life watching that movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like shit that I could just like put on just constantly and be like, "Oh, that was mad." So yeah, it's, like, you know, it goes between like there's some fucking art house thing and then like. Or oh, Avengers sixty nine is so good. I watch it every Sunday. <laughs> I feel like yeah, dude, it's like that. Hey, you, you want it? You want to say some like outlandish shit, but then you're like, oh, I just love Dumb and Dumber. Like I've seen it one hundred thirty nine yeah. times. Like it's still funny. I, I did watch. Um, I watched the Waterboy um the other day. And, yeah, like that was it was awesome. It was so good. It, it was it was not problematic really, like too much. Mm, mm. Um, and also Joe Dirt was sick. Yeah, dude, that's like, it's like next level dumb, but it gets yeah. sort of funnier when you watch it because you just, you find new shit. Yeah, and they, they aged well. And I was like, actually, I think you guys knew what you were doing with these ones. They kind of, everything else was fucked up, but yeah. Otherwise, apart from that, a serious movie would be be Mandy with uh, Nicolas Cage. I've, I've watched that a few times. Yeah, right. I, that's another one. I actually haven't seen that one. Um, there's a few I've missed because he pumps me out so much, but 
That that's the, is that that's the horror-y sort of one, is it? Like there's full of blood and shit, yeah? It's fucking sick. It's yeah. like it's like pulp fiction mixed with like a little bit of like Kill Bill with like um fucking Hellraiser and yeah, it's like that's oh, fucking it's perfect. Yeah, dude. I might check that out. It keeps coming up and I just I I can I can picture like just the blood scenes I've seen in it, and it just seems to be like red. Like every picture I've seen of it or still from the movie, yeah. just fucking red, you know? That's good. That's, That's good. sick, man, Mandy. All right, I'll check that out. What about um? Are you watching any TV shows at all at the moment? I know you're. You seem like a pretty bit of a workaholic, man. I don't know if you sit down and watch too much well, TV, but um, I kind of don't want to say it because I think just everyone's just that. But I've been watching that bloody Squid Game TV show, you know. I didn't. I didn't want to answer <laughs> it for you, but that seems to be the show of the, the moment, eh? My partner's just like, I looked up the spoilers. I'm not watching that fucking shit. <laughs> it's yeah. too cool. Um, but yeah, I, w- I watched that and I um, thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, it, it, was, it was a good time. Yeah. Uh, it looks good. I've only heard good things about it from, from people that I know. So I've actually not watched it myself, but it's on the list. Um, yeah, the Koreans are pretty good at knocking out good movies and series and twisted sort of things. <laughs> Especially, especially getting a bit twisted, like um, you know, you're thinking like things like Old Boy and and, mm. um, uh, and, and yeah, that whole that his whole stuff, like you know, first and stuff as well. It was wild, but yeah, it's good. It was, yeah. it was fun. No, I'll check that out, man. I sort of I try to not start like more than one TV show at once. It's kind of like I maybe watch one episode at night, and, you know, like every couple of nights sort of thing. But yeah, you get hooked. It's just it's so bad when you sit down. Yeah, I, I used to be. I used to be really good at it, but now I'm like, I'm too scared of like committing. Yeah, something new, like especially with the TV series. Like, oh, what if it sucks? Yeah. Um, but like, uh, back in the day, like it was easy because everyone, you know, everyone would just swap hard drives and be like, "Have you seen The Wire or The Sopranos?" <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, like oh, "This is really great TV." But yeah, yeah, like, it. It's it, now, so. I know it's like that. You sort of get to that age where you have kids and stuff, and then like I don't own a home, and you're like, uh, you got to buy a car, and you got to do all these like adult things, and then you're you're caught between like, hey, I want to have a good life and experiences, but I also want to become a fucking millionaire because those experiences sometimes cost some money, and then you yeah. just you're so tired, and you sit down and you go, oh, I could just stick on Squid Game and just check it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, do. I need more sleep, but yeah. No, that's yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! Sure. No, that's nice. Um, this is uh, this could be a tough one for you, man. I, I I can never answer this one myself, to be honest. But if you've got a favorite band at all, I know you're I know you're a musician and stuff. Uh, I imagine you've got a fucking long list. This band, um, they're from Sydney, Australia. Um, hugest Wangs, <laughs> tasted uh, Master Leonard. <laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> this is this is pretty easy for me, uh, to be honest. Um, favorite. Uh, favorite band of all time would be uh, Power Trip. Yeah, um, nice, um, nice, fucking good answer. Um, and Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Really? And and Slayer. Yeah, yeah. Those, those three for me. That's such a good. That's a good little mix. Um, yeah, I I thought I had a feeling you're gonna say Power Trip because I, I know I I've, you must have like every shirt that they've ever put out. Like again, subconsciously weird watching through the instagram you're like he's got a lot of power trip merch it's washing day (laughs) (laughs) oh dude no that that's good answers man um yeah it's super sad about riley too because i uh, yeah i don't know if you can see it there little riley tattoo there oh that's cool man yeah fuck that's wow he's so (laughs) young dude so sad hey just like i knew them a little bit and then you always do this, hey, when someone passes away, you're like, you feel like you owe it to them to go, fuck, like, I knew a little bit about you. Now I'm going to have to, like, find out everything about you that I can. And I, and then you, you get, like, I listened to all the albums then, and then I was like, and I was a bit more upset because I was like, oh, fuck, why don't I give it the time, more time when, I was, when he was alive, you know? Like, exactly. uh, yeah, that's sad. But, yeah, Slayer, Slayer are good, man. I've seen, I've got all their stuff and seen them alive a few times. And um, they, they, you, what, here's what you get. You know what you're going to get with Slayer. They're like the fresh metal ACDC, you know? like Yes, yes. 
play a new song. And everyone's like, oh, shit. And then it's like, sounds exactly like the rest of the other song. He's like, yes. Yeah, I know. It's just the, it's just the lyrics of the titles that change. And then you're just like, oh, yeah, yeah. God hates us all. Yeah, cool, cool. Oh, we're doing Rain Blood. Yeah, all right. There we go. Yeah, tick. No, it's good. I've just seen Kerry King. He, uh, he's come out saying he, he wishes that they didn't hang up the gloves, you know, and he, but he's got a some sideband new new project happening. Apparently there's a bit of bit of talk of him and Phil Anselmo doing something potentially because oh, he's a big really? Slayer fan. So um I mean I love Pantera. They're, they're probably my favorite they're probably my favorite metal band. So um yeah. I, I don't know if you've ever watched um there's this really cool little kid who does interviews called Little Punk People. Yeah he's cool man. Yeah Elliot I think his name is yeah. Um and his his interview with Phil Anselmo it was just like you know, he sounds like a fucking wrestler and, you know, he talks like this. But, you know, he, like, he gives this kid, like, the fucking time of day and yeah. like, me and my partner were, like, hungover one day, like, watching that and be like, oh, my God, Phil, I love you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. It's so – um that the kid just goes in so – he's just like a – he's just so confident too, but he's just still a kid and everyone just is so nice to him. But I think it says so much about the musicians and, like, that whole – the whole okay. genre – you know, like it just, it looks so dark and scary and it sounds dark and scary. And then you're like, nah, it's like, it's so nice. It's just, yeah. you kind of have to get beyond that dark and scary thing, you know? Uh, yeah. I think, uh, I think, you know, generally like on, on, the, on a positive um, uh, spin on like, you know, majority of people in metal bands and the metal like, community are fucking like really lovely down to earth, beautiful people yeah definitely man yeah yeah look mate you're you're uh you're the first uh musician i've had on the show man and you're uh you're 10 out of 10 for niceness man and personality so there you go dude um i like that i like that we'll get into the music um i've got a music show in the works actually man so we, we should hook up again and we can fucking talk music for days i reckon um man this this one's a bit of a hard one too i think um but favorite like piece of advice that you've ever received or like is there a motto that you sort of a philosophy that you live by um sort of follow day to day or something like that oh fuck um <laughs> tough. Uh, it's a tough one you no, don't need to an answer by the way if you, if you can't we can always we can always pass no there was, there was a good one i had the other day but then i forgot it you know what i mean you ever have those ones you're like oh this one this is my fucking every this is my ride or die every day yeah <laughs> yeah that's it. it just bring it back just it's just Ride or die, it's like fuck. All right, we'll just keep going. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't eat cheese uh, before noon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, nah, fuck. Like my my thing is uh, just trying. You know, trying to be kind. Um, mm. You know, all all the time to all people, whether they deserve it or not. Yeah. And, um, and you know, try not to you know, give everyone the benefit of the doubt right there because you end up doing way more harm to yourself by thinking someone's calling you a piece of shit just when they say hello or something you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no that's it man i don't know that's good that's good advice man i think people could uh take a leaf out of your book man people are, I, yeah it's weird this day and age we, we should be so much more aware and enlightened and things like that but sometimes it, it almost goes the opposite um in some yeah. circles so yeah, uh, I don't know, like yeah, fuck, like mental health is a fucking it's a gnarly one. It's something I've definitely struggled with my my whole life. Mm. Uh, it's actually kind of like you know about half the reason I do you know stupid videos and stuff on the internet. Yeah, it's like it's very much like a cathartic experience, and it's uh, it's it's very nice that um, that is bring bring some people some joy, and they get to kind of have a bit of a break out of their day as well, and that kind of thing comes back to me too. That's that's why I enjoy doing that stuff. Yeah, that's nice, man. That's lovely. I think I think that's really cool too. I I saw a thing um, Jim Carrey did once. It was one of his like motivational chats that someone puts together on YouTube, and it was sort of how he summed up his comedy and why he wanted to get into it. And it was like he wanted to free people from concern. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's that's a really interesting way to look at like delivering comedy, you know. And it kind of is like that because. Yeah, I, I put on a, uh, I think it was the Dave Chappelle special the other night and, um, you know, because it's getting a lot of buzz, good and bad. And I thought I'll put it on and I was feeling sick and I, put, and I was laughing at parts, you know, and, and you, you feel better. As soon as you start laughing, you're like, I feel better. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's so good. So you're definitely spreading joy, man, because that was how I, uh, I said, I found Built to Spill and Master Leonard. And then I come onto your profile. And I was like, I like what this fucking guy's about. I like that shit. So, no, that's cool, man. 
man um <laughs> let's chat uh let's chat master leonard as i said i I know you got some songs on um, Spotify and stuff. I come across. I, I can't honestly. I can't remember, but I, I I liked. I saw the artwork of um of the of the yeah. album or the EPs and stuff. I'm like this is fucking badass. You know, it looks cool. I like the name. And then I found the songs, and I was like, I like the songs. Um, how how'd you get into Master Leonard? What's it about? Um, how would you describe yourselves? I know you're you definitely are a metal band of sorts, but um, yeah. you're powerful. I like it. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Um. Mm. We've been playing for, you know, the last three years hmm. uh, under various names and various lineups and stuff. But um, Master Leonard, uh, self, and in this incarnation, and, uh, you know, made up this, this kind of way, this, this form of a sandwich, is, um, has only been around since uh, just before COVID last year. Yeah. Um, so we, we changed, we used to be Black the Sun. Which is um, oh fuck. There's a song by some real shit, rapey guy, um, <laughs> at an old shit house drummer. <laughs> anyway, you can bleep that out if you want. No, um, never uncensor it, man. Yeah. I like it like this. We like it raw. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and we changed the name, and we were like, um, we had a show lined up opening for Cadaver. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Like, you know that band from from Germany? They're playing at Frankie's. Um, and we changed the name to Master Leonard. Master Leonard's the the satanic god of orgies and frozen cum. And yeah, cool. <laughs> I, I think it's cool. I didn't know. I'll be honest. I didn't know that until the other day when I was um I googled it. Uh, <laughs> I think to find some stuff, you know, just to do my do my research, mate. And um and I looked at it. I was like, oh, that's pretty. I like that. It's perverse. <laughs> but the three horns and shit as well. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. The name came about. Um, me and my missus were in um, in the Central Coast. Um, come, we were like, we got to change the name. The name's terrible. And um, <laughs> we're, like, we're like, how do we find our name? And she like, she's a bit of a metalhead. And she's like, uh, just go on Wikipedia and look up names of demons. <laughs> and you go there. And you're like, fuck. Half of this list is like bands I like. And like, Master Leonard. There we go. Yeah. I like that. There's nothing. It's like pretty metal too. Hey, you're just like demons. You're just like yeah, fucking dark, scary. That'll do. I love it. Frozen <laughs> cum orgies. Yeah, all right. Yeah, fuck it. We then soon after that we um, we got got a new drummer. Got um, our boy Giacomo in it's from um, uh, Sardinia mm-hmm. in Italy. Yeah, nice. And um, and like right, kind of fucking smack bang in the middle of. COVID and lockdown and shit last year, we recorded those three songs. He'd been in the band for like a week. Hmm. Um, we're just like, all right, this, this is what we're doing now. Yeah. Uh, and so kind of made up, made a whole bunch of progress to kind of launch us a bit more later on. Yeah, nice. Uh, which is cool. So yeah, we like, managed to get the record out. Um, a guy called Purified by Satan did the artwork in, um, from Indonesia. It's fucking awesome. Um, and then, yeah, then we started playing a whole bunch of shows and obviously that all got uh, shut down now, but we've got like another five songs nearly finished in the studio. Yeah, cool. Uh, and then so hopefully bring that up for the end of the year or maybe early next year. Yeah, I suppose now that hopefully if lockdown, you know, stays away, you can start to plan gigs and shit. I know that's like pretty hard obviously to do that. Um, so you've got you've got the album out, yeah? The, the three songs are out. We got that on, on a 12-inch single. So yeah, that's... Surfer single. Yep. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Our, yeah. Uh, that's from uh, Blighttown Records. Mm-hmm. Um, you can buy it from there. Um, and then, yeah, we got five songs coming out soon. I'm still trying to figure out how we're going to split it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then next year is full album time. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah I could imagine uh, I could imagine it's pretty, pretty long-winded to try and get uh, you know, in this day and age too. It seems like, I don't know, I've never done it myself. You know, I've always been a huge music fan and things like that. And it's always been one of those, I play a bit of guitar and stuff. I can't, can't sing, I can't write lyrics, but you're like, oh, one day, one day I'll get an album out, one day. But at what? how do you do it? Like the, the three guys, you come together sort of equally or is, are you like the main songwriter? I know you do the singing and you're the guitar player, so. I'm the biggest phony of them all. I don't do fuck all. <laughs> um, <laughs> we like, it's uh we all we all bring in ideas and, and riffs and stuff and then mm. kind of go from there. 
Yeah, nice. Um, I think there's only been a couple of times that like one of us has brought in like a complete song and then being like, hey, this is how this goes. Um, but it, like it, every time we just get in, like we just started rehearsing again recently and you know, we, we jump in a room and go like, hey, like, what about if we did a bit that was kind of like, went like this and sound like that song, but like a little bit different and down here. And then everyone figures out, you know, fills in the blanks after that. Yeah. Um, so it's it's very very much like a very raw organic kind of experience writing yeah. music with the boys. Oh, nice man! Yeah, no, it's it's cool. Um, there's instantly like when I listen to it, and I've you know I've I've heard the three tracks you know, a few times now. Um, like I always pick up when bands are three piece, like bands. You know, obviously going back to like Motorhead. Um, your name on Instagram is Tie on Fire, so I was like, he's got to be a High on Fire <laughs> fan. Um, but it was like you pick up, you know, as soon as you listen to it, and it's something about three pieces. Uh, in I don't know, it's it's obviously Motorhead have been around for a long, long time, you know, and um, but there's something about three pieces that they just sort of have like a cool, there's something really cool about them, and there's like a real heavy sound when there's like less members, you know, it's like there's one guitar, the one bass, and one drums. It's like we've all got tiny dicks and we're all driving like huge pickup trucks, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like we're like, there's only three of us, come on. <laughs> it's a, we'll turn everything up as loud as it fucking goes and we'll just we'll exactly. just see how it goes. Yeah. We've got way too many and way too many speaker cabinets and like, you know, drums are bigger than they need. Like everything is just like, yeah. Yeah. It's all compensated, but it, it does make a difference. No, I think it's really cool, man. I like it. I mean, I, I'm always looking for for new music, new bands, and and especially if it's close to home. Like, I mean, I'm in Queensland, up on the Sunshine Coast. There's a few bars up here now, which is cool. Um, but that that's always the thing. Like, I'm you know trying to get to bands nowadays and see them live. That you know, it kind of won't uh, make you fucking bankrupt for like a month after it. You know, these international bands, it, it's so expensive to go see them and the booze and the merch and stuff. So it's good to have like yeah. good you know, like almost like domestic bands to go and see that are fucking actually really good. And I think Australia's got such a good scene, you know, like it's relatively un- un- untouched when you sort of go to some of these bars. No one's heard of some of these bands and they're fucking great. And that's like kind of, you know, uh, that's what's actually been kind of a good thing about COVID as well as like the local scene is just like flourished so, so hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. All, all, all the bands that we kind of like started with, um, are like fucking just like going leaps and bounds, you know, like Mountain was a death cult and, um, you know, <clears throat> a mammoth and mourners and Astro death and potion. And like, like there's so, so many fucking good bands that are just like are killing it. And have just like take, taking this, this kind of lapse in the market to mm. like really hone their craft and, and stake, stake their claim. Yeah. Um, which is, so it's like, I re- reckon by the time, you know, by the time high on fire does come out, and there's, you know, some of those bands and maybe even us supporting or whatever will be like more than worth the support, you know? Oh, yeah, man. That would be, that'd be cool. It, it's crazy too. You mentioned Astro Death there. They're another, another band that I've sort of a, a friend, an old friend, he put me onto them. I saw him wearing the shirt and I, or I spin the record, whatever it was. I, I like the thing is something about artwork um, that, you know, before you've even heard the music, if the album art looks cool or the band name looks cool and it sort of ties it together, like I'm a very visual person, I'm sure you are too. It's sort of, it's a cross built to spill and master Leonard already, like from what I can see. But that, that'll draw me in before I've even fucking put, put the music on. You just, you, you see the shit and you go, oh, fuck, I hope this sounds good because it looks good. Yeah. It needs to sound good, you know? And if it sounds good, you're like, yes, thank fuck for that. But Astro Death were a band that I come across and I was like, wow. I was like, for two piece, I was like, that's a huge sound. It was, it, again. And like even huge live as well, and yeah. such, such great human as well. Um, but yeah, it's, it's funny like uh, that you mentioned that the um, just before I was just on a Zoom call with a band from New Zealand called Planet of the Dead, and um, they were a band that I found last time I was in New Zealand. Just in my friend's record store, and was like, looked at looked at the picked the record. And I was like, one hundred percent, I'm gonna like this thing because the artwork was so sick. Yeah, and then, and then like, <laughs> took it home and, and listened to it. I was like, fuck, this is awesome. Sent it to the band and we just we just all had a Zoom meeting that we got we gotta do a split record together and uh and tour with each other next year. So that's fucking it's really cool. Yeah, no, that's that's cool, man. I think yeah, the, the artwork is such a such a big thing, hey. And it's just like nowadays, I suppose, you know, like you've got all the you've got all the tools, you know, like Instagram and all the social media and stuff. It's sort of and, and I think bands are getting really 
you know the ones out there they've got great music and stuff which is which is awesome but they're all they're getting really creative of how they expose themselves and push themselves i think which is great you kind of have to nowadays because it's just the world we live in right exactly you know it's, it's you know that whole advertising thing it becomes you know goes over and over and over and over so much that mm. you need to do something different and and do it well to, to stand out um but that almost becomes like a, an extra medium for your creativity as well so it's like you know there's there's so many bands that i've seen like their promo is just like it cool cool enough on its own i just i just watched that heaps of time yeah no it's it's cool yeah no there's definitely um there's definitely some smart musicians and stuff out there i mean but yeah, you got to hand it to the man. I mean, I, I, I've I've always loved music and I've always tried to support it any way I can. I'm even just trying to fucking play the guitar. I'm like, this is hard enough, you know, and to yeah. keep that shit up and then to add all the other stuff in and go out and do it. So I mean, yeah, more power to you, man. Is there um any any tours in the works, any shows? I know you've done a handful down in Sydney, I think. Yeah, and we we managed to get to Canberra this year, which was sick. That was that was one of the last. Last shows we did, we got up to the Blue Mountains. We were supposed to be down in Melbourne a few weeks ago, but obviously that, that didn't mm. happen. But um, I know we got 20th of November. I think we're back down in Canberra. Um, we're playing Aftermath Festival, um, playing with Lucifungus down in Canberra. We are heading to Melbourne at some point. Um, and then Frankie's like early next year, which would be cool. Yeah, nice. But yeah, the plan is to try and get out and about a little bit more. Yeah. But it's it's hard. Like, you know, we're everyone in the band, like we've all got well, we've all we've all got kids and you know, two two of the guys have serious jobs. Like, yeah. you know, a, a builder and a psychotherapist and <laughs> I sell wine on the internet. <laughs> and like you know, so it's kinda of like, we're gonna do a tour. Okay. We're all available for one day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got this much annual leave, but yeah, uh, no, that's the thing I think. And, and, and that's, it's crazy too. Like, again, in this day and age, you, you know, it, unfortunately, like, unless you're like super big with your band or your, your music career, like it doesn't really pay. Right. So you kind of have to have a fucking job. And then it's like people, you know, like myself in the back of my head, I'm going, oh, I can't wait till these guys come to Queensland, but you're just sort of going, there's a lot of fucking wheels that need to to move in motion to get that band to Queensland or get them to another state. So, yeah, it can be tough, but um, yeah, man, the fans appreciate it. It's nothing better than going to see a fucking live band, you know. Exactly, and like um, you know, we've we've got um, we're we're not kidding ourselves or anything. We we don't think we're ever going to be any kind of huge deal at all. It's like as long as it's like a like we love doing it so much and we love creating mm. music and playing in front of people. If it can be, you know, if it can cover its own costs, pretty much, that's that's great, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I get <laughs> that. If, you, if you're paying a little bit extra just to have a good time, it's yeah, it's definitely worse things we could be doing. Yeah, no, that's cool, man. I think it's cool. Like, like playing in a band or something. Yeah, that, yeah, fuck. I know, man. You you've picked the right genre to uh, to go ahead with, man. So that that's good. How did you sort of get into metal? Was it like um. I, yeah, like I, my dad was a musician and sort of had music growing up and I think I was just a product of my environment in that way and started yeah. with the rock and stuff. And then I, I sort of teared off and went to sort of heavier shit, but how'd you get into it? What was it that did it for you back in the day? Uh, just like my older brothers, um, you know, they were all, you know, 10 plus years older than me and they, they were like 10, 13 and 20 years, not 19 years older than me. So quite big age gaps, but fucking like just perfect. I was gonna say that isn't it? That's a big age gap, yeah. Yeah, and so they all had like really different but excellent taste. So I was like, you know, the next artist would be like, oh, you gotta listen to Nirvana and Snoop Dogg or something, and then you know the next one's like, oh, you gotta listen to Rage Against the Machine and this, and then the oldest one's going like, it's Slayer and Megadeth and Anthrax and, and yeah. the Door. Like, okay, yes, yeah, sweet. So that, <laughs> that formed a good little nucleus for um my, my own musical uh, explorations but it's it's kind of funny yeah uh, I've, always, I've always really liked kind of the, the heavier stuff for sure yeah no it's something about it we, we sort of touched on it earlier too like 
you know, it can be so dark and scary and it is fucking, you know, bludgeons the ears, you know, some of the bands you listen to, but the community around it's so nice. Like I, I, I've some, I've, I've said to some people that aren't into metal or heavier music, you know, and they're like, I said, sometimes like the, the mosh pit or the fucking circle pit or being in the crowd is like the safest place you can be. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's like a good, it's a good vibe. Like the family sort of vibe that you get, you get knocked down and, and then someone's there to pick you back up or, um, how many times you get fucking knocked down in the middle of the street and no one will pick you up? <laughs> I, I know, I know. It's just the cool thing about it is I always thought it's just it's a completely sort of unpretentious scene. You know what I mean? Like it's very, you know, it can be fucking very dirty looking, hairy, smelly, this, that. Anyone from all backgrounds can get into it. Um, and, yeah, so, yeah. and, you know, like, but it's excited to learn as well. I, I, I like that vibe. Yeah, no. You got to check this out. It's the fucking best. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, no, we love it. I'm all, I love paying it forward, finding new bands out. So we'll have to. Uh, uh, mate, I got your Instagram, so we'll have to fucking swap some bands. I reckon as we come across them, eh? Um, no, that's cool, man. We'll, we'll definitely uh, be keeping out for the for the fucking album and the merch and the tours and all that sort of shit as it comes. So there's def- a money coming next winter. I reckon it was basically this winter, but we forgot. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, fuck yeah. No, nah, that's sick, man. I, um, yeah, I love what I've heard so far. So I'll, I'll be keeping tabs on it for sure. I eh? have to, um, I actually had a look at the, um, the, your merch store the other day. So I was like, I was hanging out for a t shirt. So I don't think you got any on there now, but when, when some come up, I'll, I'll have to, uh, I'll have to hook one up. They're all sold out. And they're not saying that we're popular. I think we just ordered like 12 or something. <laughs> no, I've, I've, yeah, bit of, bit of shameless plugging here. I'm like an 80s band just wearing their own t shirt right now. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm the same. People just think that you've just got hundreds here and you're making heaps of money. You're just like, nah, they're definitely made to order. Um, and I'm, I'm, if I, I'm like you with the touring, if I can break even, I'm okay. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. Um, man, let's talk. Um, let's talk. Built to spill. Obviously, I'm not sure if I'll do the video here. I'll definitely release the audio. I'm sitting here drinking a great domestic lager. Um, two is new. You you may have heard of it. Um. Yeah, I'm looking. I've, I can see you here. Obviously, you got a, you had a nice pink sort of. I'm guessing some sort of beer, uh, sour beer. Uh, it's actually a cider. Um, actually, fuck. What am I? It was a not that cider. It was a different cider. That's my friend's cider. One second. You're right. He's uh, he's getting more liquor here. <laughs> you should only ever drink. The Thai insider. This is the finest cider you could ever have. It's made completely naturally, and you have seventy nine percent less chance of having a hangover. Mate, I'm glad you brought that up. That was a good plug because that was I was on my list because I saw that and I was like, how did he fucking get into this? Um, mate, that's sick. You can get it's them on. Made by the same people that did make this though. So actually, if you like Finn cider, you will love the Thai insider. Um, <laughs> Uh, basically, that that came about from uh, I had some some winemaker cider friends um, down down in Victoria, and they're like, "Oh fuck, we've all run out of time. We can't all put this project together anymore. Um, we've got a whole bunch of bottles of cider. Can you move them for us?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll just get like four tattoo mates in Sydney to do some labels up." So they did they did four different labels uh, and various kind of some of them versions of me. <laughs> and uh and yeah we put them together and started selling them on the site yeah no they look sick man they're the big they're the big sort of champagne size bottles too aren't they they're fucking heavy yeah thanks for a good paperweight if you don't like drinking as well yeah no i like it i I saw them man um i I think they look cool again the artwork and things like that i'm like oh fuck he's he's hitting it (laughs) as long as it tastes half good we're there you know so um and what's the other uh with the other drink you've got like a wine there is that I'm, I'm on samples tonight, so I get I get sent a lot of samples. Being a, a wine buyer, uh, and it's the same crew from Finn, but uh, the, the um, other half of those guys is Cray Wines, also down in Victoria. Yeah, um, nice. this is Kinsey Cloudy Sauvignon Blanc. Man, what a terrible job to have, where people just send you wine to taste. Um, right. I, I need to learn how to do that job. Hey, that's fucking unreal, man. Um, Never drinking. <laughs> 
always tasting yeah that's it yeah he's got the little is it the spittoon just off there to the side yeah, shot yeah. um man yeah. yeah built to spill well what's it all about i i from from you know my side like it's natural wine preservative free but you, i know you do collaborations and stuff but give us the give us the plug man give us a how did it start how did it what's it all about man i think it's very cool so i want to know about it you know i want to learn more Basically, uh, the spill came about um, from uh, myself, um, the guys from Crowbar, and the guys from Unified Music Group. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, um, and we all had, you know, the idea to put better wine, put natural wine in the hands of music fans and, and, and make collaborations that were decent. Um, there, were, there were too many you know, terrible yellowtail ACDC collaborations and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so we wanted to, we wanted to, you know, re redact that and, and, and make something really cool and, and educate people in a uh, non-pretentious way um, and get people drinking better um, and, and help people support their favorite bands as well and, and make, you know, interesting different kind of merch. Yeah. Um, that then blossomed into, you know, doing, you know, rare vinyl, um, doing some crazy, you know, super rare allocation wines and whatnot as well. And um, yeah, it's just been crazy. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's just all about drink, drinking well and, and listening well and you know, having, having a bit of fun with it. Yeah, no, that's cool. Where, where did the whole natural wine thing come from? I, I'll be honest, I hadn't I, I like drinking wine. I wouldn't say I'm like a massive connoisseur, but I, I, I love smashing rosé and, and things like that when I can, which is quite regularly, to be honest. But I'd, I'd never really drank too much organic wine or natural wine, and it was a whole new thing to me when I started, when I came across Built to Spill. So what, what's how'd that sort of come about? What's that about? Um, well, I, I mean, I've been in hospitality for 16, 17 years or something like that. Mm. Um and I, I always knew wine is like a, you know, a part of that job and it was a big big scary kind of thing and I didn't really understand it but I knew I had to understand it a little bit to, to work um, and it wasn't until I started working in a place maybe eight or nine years ago um, and they're like you know we're just going to do organic wine you know like this is going to be our point of difference it was like, okay cool um, and I got to meet a few of the suppliers and a few of the winemakers through through this place, um, and I got I got to realize that you know that there are all these different kinds of styles of wine out there that were not these cookie cutter types of wines that were that, that these these new kinds of wine what I thought were new kind of wines um, they were exciting and different and a little bit wild and um, a little bit more accessible to me as a as a person and not just as a an employee trying to figure out how to sell this thing I don't really care about to someone else mm. who actually also doesn't know what they <laughs> care about and, and drinking a wine. Um, basically what it was was like running into a bunch of musicians and farmers and crazy motherfuckers that were making wine. Yeah. And it was cloudy and 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 dirty and they were saying this is actually better for the environment. And you can look at these vines and they're, they're, they've got birds chirping around, they've got worms in the ground, There's everything's all happening harmoniously together and then you look over a conventional vineyard, it's like scorched earth. Mm. Um, so that, that uh, I guess that, that turned into a, a thing for me that became important um, and I just got super, super passionate about it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I guess it kind of, for me, it turned into like, the free range egg for wine. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, that oh, does taste different. And <laughs> like, let's, let's, let's do what we can to make it standard. Yeah. No, that's, that's really cool, man. I, um, yeah, I've got to, I've got to get into it more. I like the, the way you use the free range egg analogy because it, it's, it's <laughs> like that. You know, it's like my mum's still buying cage eggs and I'm like, I don't get it. Uh, it they're, they're right there, the other ones. The, the, the yolk is not that yellow in a cage egg. And it's like, oh, oh it's weird. Yeah. It, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what this, I, this is just a random question. How, what is sort of deems an organic wine organic? Is it, is it the produce or how does it become oh, yeah. organic? Uh, oh, man. I've done this, this spiel so many times. Um, 
<laughs> it's, it's, but it, not in a bad way. Um, but it's it's really like okay, so like organic wine and, and uh, organic wine is easy because uh, to be organic just has to have no chemical pesticides or herbicides or anything like that going into the the fruit or whatever. But you can you can get an organic wine and then make something that isn't natural. Mm-hmm. But natural wine doesn't have any official kind of uh, laws, you know, saying saying what makes natural wine. Yeah. Uh, our general criteria is organic or biodynamic fruit, you know, fruit that hasn't been fucked with. Yeah. Uh, wild, no chemical yeast. Chemical yeast, uh, what they use to flavor popcorn and um, bubble gum and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and no corrective additives, no acid, no color, none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and minimal, minimal sulfur or preservative. Yeah. Okay. So that, yeah, that's that, that's 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 the that's that's the definition so so generally like every every part of it is sort of unfucked with exactly uh, up until it's bottled and then it's like okay we're good to go we're natural still totally and but it's you know like some of the best wines in the world are natural wines but a lot of people talk about it in like a stylistic kind of thing but they're not yeah there's no there's no official it's not like champagne where it has to be from champagne to be called champagne yeah people can call anything a natural wine and it doesn't necessarily adhere to any of those rules yeah right right no that's cool man i i um yeah i like that it's it's definitely interesting and again with all the artwork and the way everything's presented that you touched on the wine you know the color um that was a big thing i noticed a lot of these wines i had well you know you get your white wine which you think is red and then the rosé and that's kind of the stock standard where your brain goes to wine drinkers but on your site um on built to spill it was just it was fucking like a rainbow. There was some yeah, your gold shit. There was crazy looking stuff. Um, I had years ago. I was I, I did a bit of hospital like way 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 back when, and I got involved in like a brewery up in Brisbane, and I was the first time I'd ever tasted like a. It was an amber wine, and I remember just being like, "This is fucking going back like seven years ago, eight years ago," and I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "This is unreal," because I loved beer, you know, and it was like the closest thing to a beer, but it was wine, so it just blew my mind at that time. And and I just and for for years I was just like where do I get this stuff where do I find this stuff this is just like where is this shit and now I feel like I've like oh okay it's it's now starting to come to surface with uh with the like to build the spill and stuff so for sure and it's like and I mean that's what I kind of uh, I, I love about that that side of, of natural wine is that accessibility and mm. you know um, you know uh, opening the gate a little bit for people it's like. Hey, if you are interested in things, you will like this. <laughs> oh, dude, I know it's cool, man. I, I said I, I I love rose, um, and and it's funny, you know, because I for for years I always thought rose was just like, and I'm not a very tough person, you know, like I'm not, I'm I'm, I'm like a towering five seven, you know, a little bit <laughs> overweight, and uh, all these things I can't really handle myself, and. Uh, for years, I was like, Rosé, I was like, nah, it's, I don't know, it's a bit, you know, not too masculine, you know, it's not my thing. And then my uncle, who's a real estate agent, he's like, you got to try this, as you got to try this, Get, you got me onto it. And I was like, I can't believe I've been avoiding this shit my whole life. Like, this is fucking lovely. And it, so many mates of mine from school, you know, we're fucking 12, 13 years out now, but they come out of the woodwork, the plumbers, the the, the corporate people, no matter what they're doing, everyone's just like, you got any Rosé? Like, is there any in the fridge? Like, everyone wants the fucking Rosé it's it's fucking mad like uh, uh wine's great and it's like uh i mean we've even noticed like a few friends bars and stuff like we have some crazy like amber like stuff from georgia like in eastern europe that's been like ages and crazy stuff and just get some like you know some proper essays coming to the bar like well you got any that fucking like pheasant's tears bro like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It- what is happening <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it yeah they're just like Fuck, it's yeah, it's good. It, it's it's not gone mainstream by any means, but in a way, it kind of it, like people are they want to drink it, you know? Like it's like because the taste is fucking good, right? It tastes good, and like you know, and that's the thing. It's like if anything ever tastes gross or shit ass, like don't drink it. Like that's not cool. Yeah, <laughs> and, and kind of like the same as music. Um, I've definitely gone down that route. Be like, I only drink the most natural of wine. You know, the same. Be like. Only listen to the most blackest of metal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've done both of those things, and it just ends up just 
being really yuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it ends up you got to come back. You're just like, oh, where was my new metal CDs again? I just got to. <laughs> I, I, I did really like the chocolate starfish. I got to be honest with you guys, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's good production for a reason. <laughs> oh man, and I, oh, that was that was kind of my vintage of like metal growing up. Like when I was in grade six, I remember it was like Limp Bizkit were just like at an all time high, and I was like, there's still a part of me that you go, yeah, I, I dig it. You know, you can't. You can't not get around it. You're like, I was a kid. I loved it. Oh, I was my, my stepson the other day and, um, and, and and he was playing a game on his iPad. We were doing some deliveries together, you know, it's like just doing child labor. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I heard this like sound coming out of the headphones in his iPad as like, as I just came back into the car because it stopped. And I was like, you listen to Lincoln Park? <laughs> and he's like, do you know them? Put on in the end, he's like, it's like you know, it's pretty cool because it starts off as like you know, kind of like a sad melodic song, and then he starts rapping, and then it turns into metal. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, bro, oh, that's mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It's like it's like they're the youth of tomorrow. It's like it's like their Led Zeppelin. You know, it's just like, oh, do you remember? Do you remember when you were when you first heard Lincoln Park or Limp Bizkit? <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, it's just like remember Fred Durst? He wore the hat backwards, and oh man, that was cool. that was cutting edge, you know. Like, oh man, fuck, those are the good days. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah, fuck, how good, man. Um, with the um, with the the collaborations, obviously, was that was that right from the start? You mentioned I didn't know Crowbar. I don't uh, I don't know the guy's name. Um, yeah, that was yeah. I, I don't know him or anything. Like that. I, I I used to go to when Crowbar was still in Brisbane way back in the day. I used to try and you know catch quite a lot of shows there, um, and that was yeah. That, you know they had to close their doors there, and I was thought that was a sad thing because it was such a fucking cool place, man. Like they just embodied you know, home of the heavy. Like they just embodied everything good about the whole you know rock, punk, metal, everything. So that was sad, but they're still going in Sydney, yeah. Oh yeah, going strong, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. No, yeah, that's so, and because yeah, they they took over the old bald face stag, which has always been like um, you know that's where actually where I saw Power Trip play. Oh wow, um, yeah, and King Parrot and numerous other bands, but um, yeah, no, that's great. And they just got got back open again now, and they've, they've got a new barbecue joint in there as well. And um, yeah, they're going great guns. So yeah, no, that's good. To, that's good to see. Hey, I'll have to um, yeah, have to suss him out. Maybe get him on the podcast, man. They they were definitely. Yeah, when Crowbar came about, like in Brisbane was just, you know, it's like the big country town sort of city and, and it was just, it was I thought it was just such a cool fucking thing for Brisbane to get. It was just like, wow, like this is, this is different, you know, this is, this is cool. So it's good, it's good to see that it's still, uh, it's still going like winter in Sydney. So I have to get down there. My sister-in-law lives in Sydney actually, so I have to, uh, now that the borders are open and shit, hopefully they stay open for a fucking <laughs> nice amount of time that you can actually buy a ticket somewhere and not shit your pants about getting a refund. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we'll be playing a show there next uh, next time we come down, so that'd be good. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, I'll definitely be keeping tabs on that. So mate, you're, a fr- you're a friend of the show now, so I'll be dropping your name in many circles. Don't worry about that. So anyone that's on the show is, is, is a definite close friend now. So it's all yeah, good. <laughs> How... um. How do you go about the musical collaborations? I know um, I had a look on the site, like and I've seen it. You got like the chats. They've got a goon, which is fuck. I thought was like piss funny. I like the way goons made almost like a, a very subtle cult like uh, comeback. I noticed you got the Bagnum on your site now, which is pretty fucking cool. It's, it's environmentally better. Mm. <laughs> like it, it's uh, it's easier to transport. Doesn't take as much gas to, to drive <laughs> yeah, it in. Anyway. Um, and you know you can sleep on it it's a pillow <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it actually uh, works yeah exactly um and yeah so that, that, that's been a cool there was, was heaps of fun um and yeah we, we, we've got a a lot of crazy things coming up when when does this air actually man probably tomorrow to be honest um i usually just i'll just cut it up tonight it's pretty pretty raw i'll slap uh intro and outro on it and we're good to go man yeah there should be Potentially two things getting announced tomorrow: uh, Paul Kelly and Hockey Dad. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, 
And uh, if they have not been done by the time this goes out, I'm sorry, everybody, but suck shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's good, man. Um, I like to think I've got a, a larger sort of audience, but um, uh, yeah, I'm still quite small time. So hey, that, <laughs> we'll get the tongues wagging, man. Don't worry about that. That's cool. How does how do you come about the musical collaborations? Would a band approach you, or do you go, look, we like this fucking artist or band, and we want to, we got an idea, you go to them, or how does it sort of work okay. if people out there listen and want to get amongst it? It's all over the show, like, um, you know, obviously with the Crowbar crew and, and Unified as well, like mm. most of the bands that we work with are, are friends of ours or, yeah, right. uh, or at least have played Crowbar before or mm. whatnot um, or, or, you know, have done, done tours with the label or whatnot. So it kind of a lot of, a lot of it's very organic in that, that sense. Um, but um, there's actually... I can't actually say who this is because it's it's um, not coming up to November, but um, <laughs> this is actually pretty funny. I've got a rapper from the states. Um, I'm doing a collab with, oh, sorry, we're doing a collab with him, uh, releasing a wine in the states and Australia at the same time with two of my winemaker friends, <laughs> wow. winemaker in the US and and here as well. And I just sorted that out by just like fucking spam DMing his manager saying, we need to do a wine collab. Yeah. Because um, I, I just, I saw, I saw him, uh, uh, this, this rapper who was like drinking one of my favorite wines in the world, uh, Jean-Francois Ganavat, which is this amazing wine, like this the amazing um, uh, wine from the Jura, <laughs> which is like this like super niche region in France. I saw this Instagram of like drinking one of my favorite wines, like, we got to fucking do something with this guy. Yeah. How is that? Is it meant to be? Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, finally got through. And then his manager's like, that's a great idea. We fucking love natural wine. So yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. How good is it, man? And it, and it's good that we live in the day and age where you can't, you, you can see that and you can just go, you know what? I've got the person here. I'll just send them a message. And if they don't answer, yeah. I'll just keep fucking messaging them. You know, like, yeah. yeah. No, that's awesome. So November for that one. No, no, uh, no spoilers. No spoilers, no. Um, uh, he was nominated for a Grammy uh, this year. Um, he, ooh, I'm gonna have to do that <laughs> after. That's yeah. I'm. I, I'm. The wheels are sort of turning. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's that's really cool. I think it's yeah. I think it's really cool. Like I had a look at all the collaborations, and and it's kind of almost like. Um, not that I was familiar or fucking listen to every song of every band you've done there, but you know, I saw the chats and I saw Goon. I was like, oh yeah, that, that like makes sense. But you got like the Rubens on there. Um, there was, there was, yeah, we had Nats, what I reckon. I saw he did, uh, he was on there. Um, he's, uh, he's gold, man. Are you, are you, are you friends? So you mates with him as well, or you just sort of found him? Yeah. Around the corner from me as well. Yeah. Nice. Um, we're meant to be doing some uh, some blind tasting reviews soon of of, uh, of wines that should be good. Yeah, green screen setup, so that should be pretty fun. Yeah, man, he's um he's gone big time. It's cool actually to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was really cool putting that together. It kind of makes sense, and you know, we want to collaborate with whatever's going as long as they're good people and yeah, uh, and there's you know some some good artistic integrity in there. But you know. It, it's especially easy with him. It's like we have the you know same tastes in music and whatnot, so it's pretty good. Yeah, fuck yeah. If so, how does someone get a uh, you know just say a certain podcaster that's a rose enthusiast or something like that? Just hypothetically, a good handful of listens show to show. If if someone wants to get amongst it, what how would you go about it? Is it is there like there's levels to this shit or how do how do you go? I mean, like. I would like to just say it's just like you know free for all. Uh, <laughs> you have to um, you have to go through a series of uh, of Korean challenges. Uh, <laughs> there's a red light and there's a green light. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! Uh, yeah a boy, exactly. a boy can dream. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. And. You know, that, that was the whole thing with the old dream with the place as well. It was like, you know, it was born in COVID, but uh, very much looking forward to the future of getting as many people involved to be able to travel interstate and mm. be a part of getting these things to happen as well. So I'm definitely not averse to the the multi, multi, multi collab as well. Which oh, is 
<laughs> yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, look, the, this is this is a passion project of mine, but I think, you know, I've done a, it. I get a kick of seeing fucking King of the Couch on a shirt or a hat or something like that. And I see people do some beers and I'm like, oh, I can have a fucking beer too. You know, why not? Uh, and I was like, yeah, I could have a rose too. Why not? You know what I mean? We could do this shit. Why not? Uh, rose of the couch. Oh, man. Who, yeah. I, I don't know, but you, you can make my dreams come true here. Who knows? Um, yeah, we can, we'll, we'll, stay, we'll stay in touch. We'll stay in touch. <laughs> no, that's cool, man. I, I look, I, I love it. I, from the outside looking in, yeah, again, visually, like everything is really appealing. Every bottle has its own particular type of artwork and it just sort of, everything stands out to me. I like the way you're doing the collaborations. And I think it's cool that, um, you know, the, the whole mindset behind it is to, you're partnering two things, wine and music. You, you love both those things. Yeah. Everyone amongst it loves both those things. Um, it's a way to give back to that wine community, your hospital community, and then a way to give back to the bands and shit that you know and love. So I think that's really cool. Um, and the bands can do that too. I think that's even better. So that's great. Like, you know, the, the way I always uh, put it is, you know, I, except for right now, like I, I'd never drink drink wine without listening to music um oh, okay that's was, wicked and if it was socially acceptable you know i would only drink wine when i listen to music <laughs> <laughs> no um, i think i think that's cool man um well you can chat once we once we crack off man you can chuck uh chuck some tunes on man and uh <laughs> and enjoy enjoy you the rest of your monday evening what's the um what's the what's the future hold for built to spill i know you said it was born sort of out of COVID, so it, it can't be more than two years old roughly i suppose it, it, it's 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 a baby isn't it actually it's our it's our birthday this week on the 21st so not even a year in fuck yeah yeah um oh. so we're, we're running a few a few promo things this week um all our all our great customers over the last year have, um supported us we're giving a whole bunch of cool stuff um away too and you know, we're going to set up some pretty cool members subscription services, which I'm at the moment looking at like limiting down to just a, a small amount of people that will take a year that will have, um, you know, kind of first pick at all the rare bottles of wine that come through and ongoing discounts and first pick at all the rare vinyl and things like that as well. Um, but like looking on from, from now, like we just want to do events, man. We want to do, um, we want to do festivals. We want to be, you know, putting good wine in front of, you know, good people. Um, and we want to, you know, do more great collaborations and it's, it's all, it's all about growing, you know, the scene in both kinds of ways. Mm. Um, and we, we just, you know, we, we, we love drinking this wine. Like this is, this is, this is the life we lead. And mm. uh, we just want to sh share that with everyone. And it's like, it's such a small, small scene at the moment, like natural wine anyway. Yeah. Um, we want to turn it into the free range egg. And I think that's going to be a little bit easier converting music fans into natural wine fans. <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool, man. You've, you've sold me. I said, I've been sort of watching, you know, stalking online, like um, a weird catfish sort of person does. And uh, yeah. I, I've liked it, man. So I'm definitely gonna have to hook something up for sure. So I think it's cool. I think it's cool. And I'm, I hope it gets to the fucking big stage. I'm, I'm excited to see these, well, you said Paul Kelly, Hockey Dad, and the other, we can't mention, collaboration to come. So, um, yeah. Uh, it's not nice, but it's related to nice. <laughs> I like what you said. I'm, I'm honestly, you said Grammy, I'm thinking I, 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 got, a, I got an idea. I'm going to say it because I don't want to, I don't want to sort of spoil it, but people can put it together. <laughs> the, the fucking. <laughs> yeah the, the kings men and women can put it together and see how they go so um no that's really cool man um obviously you're all over instagram built uh built to spill wine on instagram muscle in 666 and if you want to waste some time uh at time fire as well yeah i definitely back that i definitely get behind that uh, time fire page um yeah. it's pure fire no pun intended uh I need to, uh, I've got some more ideas coming. I've got like fucking bazillion ideas and it's annoying because a lot of the time, I, like if I have an idea, I've got to just make it happen right then and there. Yeah. Um, and some of my best things have come out when I don't have time to do anything, <laughs> to do anything else. But like literally everything you'll see on there, even the many costume changes and everything, like nothing <laughs> takes me more than like 30 to 40 minutes to make all together. 
Um, and I, I, I would like in the future to be able to take a bit more time and, and put a bit more effort in. <laughs> yeah, dude. Nah, you, you, um, yeah, you definitely kill it, man. I said I've done one once and it probably took me a lot more time than that. And there was no costume changes, and I was like, "This is this is fucking pretty good here, you know, like three hours worth of work." And I, I haven't been able to make a sequel yet. Um, I, I, it's lost in cyberspace now, but yeah, you kill it, man. So that's an that's an art form in itself, I think. Um, so you, if you can monetize that, you fuck, you've made it, man. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I did get turned down for a fucking acting role the other day. Not that I've been applying for any acting roles, but if there's anyone out there in the internet. Yeah, I yeah, I'd back that statement. I, I'd hire you if I was a director. Maybe I will be a director on a podcast now. Can't be, there's a small gap. It can't be that fucking hard, right? Yeah, I've been. I push some buttons. I've been directing this podcast from start to the finish. It's cool, man. I get it. Directed. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Um, nah, man, I really, really appreciate your time. Hey, um, it, the internet's a weird and wonderful place and it's cool that I've been able to fucking check out your shit and now get you on the show and, and you've been able to sort of spread the joy. Uh, I think it's sick what you're doing with Built to Spill. I love Master Leonard and how fucking dark and heavy and metal you are. <laughs> um, cool, man. Um, might have to hook up again one day, talk more music, talk more wine, things like that. Maybe, I don't know, we'll, we'll talk more cl- wine collaborations. Uh, uh, podcasting, we'll go, we'll go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Jose, Rose, mate. Yeah, fucking, who yeah, knows? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, Hamish Blake from Hamish Nandy follows me. Like, I did notice that. I did notice that. <laughs> And uh, he, he drinks some of my cider, so I'm like, uh, you've got one person in front of you, but that's him and that's it. No, all, that's other it. Pod, all other podcasters can fuck off. Yeah, fuck Yeah, Hamish, he's done all right. He's, he's done well for himself, and I will kudos to him <laughs> and Andy. Um, but, man, yeah, as he, as he, he needs to fucking get the, the tie-in cider on his Instagram and promote that, man. I reckon you'd, you'd fucking go through the roof. It's crazy how that shit works. One person does something, and it's, like, fucking viral. <laughs> Oh, nuts! Yeah, that's you know, uh, it works. It works. Yeah, Put fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice man, um, mate. Really appreciate your time. Uh, appreciate you jumping on the King of the Couch potty. Um, yeah, we'll get the show up and we'll get it fucking live and cranking, man. And we'll uh, we'll have to get some stuck into some wine and metal. But appreciate your time, bro. Thank you so much, man. Thanks so much. Awesome. All right, guys, that's uh, Ty Tate from Master Lennon Built to Spill. This is King of the Couch. We're out. We love you all. Bye.